Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The Volume. All right, what's up, NBA fans? The season has finally started, and your boy is excited, man. So once again, I've partnered up with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, to give all new customers a fantastic opportunity. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use my promo code DCTV, bet only $5 or more, and get $200 in bonus bets instantly on any NBA contest. So it don't matter, guys. Whether your team wins or they lose, you still get a dub at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Hey, guys, and with DraftKings parlays, you can string together multiple games for even bigger NBA payouts. So all you got to do, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use my promo code DCTV, bet only $5 or more, and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Again, that's DCTV at the DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Come on, guys, let's go. You know me, I got that. I like the hook shot. I'm like an old basketball player. I'm one of them old school cats with the short shorts. Use that promo code. Let's go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. And if you're in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text 467 467- 369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit dcpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire Seven days after issuance, eligibility and deposit restrictions do apply. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Cormier's Corner. You got me, you got my boy Terry in the left-hand corner. You got him with the Marine flag. Craig in the bottom left corner, sitting in a different spot because every week Craig just has to have a different background in his house. It, how hard could it be to just put the computer in one spot with a microphone and just leave it there, man? Like, how hard could it be? Now, okay. And we got Jamel <laughs> on the bottom, right? Everybody's 
favorite hater, like your neighborhood friendly hater, Spider Man, everything else. What's up, Bonk? It's no hate, Onk. It's all facts, Onk. Hey, look, Onk. I I got the I got my secret cup today. Hey, pull up, Onk. Hey, where you at? The hey, secret here. stuff. We gonna turn this into like a little afternoon. We gonna end up like my daddy. My daddy used to somehow manage to have his eye open. Clothes at the same time. The same time. You can see a white in his eye, but no pupil. Where would his pupil go, man? Hey, that's the <laughs> only thing that no. could say his alphabet from Z to A. <laughs> <laughs> he did it from Z to A, dog. He did it. <laughs> Never get a DUI. Backwards. Uncle P, tell me the alphabet. The boss start with Z. Like, come on, man. Come on, fellas. Hey. Boys, so it was time to get together. Oh, y'all, I know y'all see that Acadiana flag in the background right there. You know how I do it. I'm the one that's repping. I'm oh, Dustin Poirier, not the only one that reps our hometown like like a real Lafayette G. Y'all y'all live in Oklahoma. But you start stay close to hey, Lafayette, Louisiana, which I'm closer I than you, boy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, but, if I'm going to keep it G on, I don't think that's a flag. <laughs> uh, that's a virtual flag that don't even count. <laughs> hey, Jamel, he painted, he painted that shit. Hey, oh, bro, if I'm gonna keep it, flag. I don't think it's it a flag. Stop, Jamel. You're not supposed to say that. Hey, I, I think it's a flag. You gonna shoot? You gonna say you closer to Lafayette than me? No, that shit put you farther away from Lafayette. <laughs> like a cartoon flag. <laughs> <laughs> that ball couldn't even get a flag, dog. Man, y'all, okay, stop. Get a real hey, flag. I got, hey, a, I got a real flag in here too. Hey, listen, bro. <laughs> if a fan <laughs> cut on, that shit just gonna stay just like that. Yeah, it don't move. It don't wave. <laughs> All right, fellas. Stop. 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 Okay. The reason I want to talk is because, as y'all know, we grew up in Lafayette, and mom house was a small house. On Martha Street. Martha Street, Shotgun House on Martha Street. But on Saturdays, Uncle Murphy, Uncle Johnny, Edward, and everybody else always made sure to watch the ABC Wild World of Sports because boxing is what matters in the hood. It don't matter where you're from. Boxing matters, especially to young black men in urban America because we saw people that look like us overcome the same type of situations and become world champion. Last night, we had a boxing fight. We had a boxing fight that not many, including myself, thought that Francis Ngannou really didn't belong in. Loved that he got the bag of fighting Tyson Fury, but did not feel like it would be that competitive. Lo and behold, it's much more competitive than we expected. Many thought that Francis Ngannou won. Terry, you boxed our whole childhood. You were the only one that boxed. You went with that white dude, Mr. Williford, in Lafayette, a Lafayette legend. And Stutes and Shelton LeBron. And Mr. Stutes, you boxed our whole life, right? You told me today that you went back and watched and you scored the fight 96-94 for Nganu. 96-93 for Nganu. Lace, how? Because when I watched it, I thought Francis won three rounds. One being a 10-8 a because of the knockdown. How do right. you get that he won the fight 96 
94. I actually sat there, man, and I watched it. And it's like, like I talked to Jamel earlier, and he was saying the same. He was saying this where Tyson Fury had Tyson Fury and Ngannou had these moments where they weren't really doing much. But I just think, like, at, at the moments, even when um, when Ngannou would when you try to clinch Ngannou, Ngannou would do something that me and you talked about where he would grab the back of his head and he was letting some shots go. And I think a lot of those shots were the effective shots to me that stole around. Whereas, like, uh, Fury wasn't trying to fight on the inside. He was just trying to put that weight on him, trying to hold him down, bro. So I just think that in those little those spots, Ngannou did enough to win those rounds for me. Yeah, so but Tyson, Tyson Fury has made a career of that, right? When those right. guys are giving him problems, he uses his size and his weight to really fatigue them. And once he fatigues them, they really have nothing for him. Right. Case in point, Deontay Wilder. Exactly. Just but there's a difference, right? Deontay's got real skinny legs. Francis is a big dude. So I ask you, Craig, how in the world did Francis Ngannou not only compete effectively against the greatest boxer of this generation in heavyweight, but feel in some people's mind that he won? Where's the tape? Where's the tape on Francis Ngannou? There is none. Ex exactly. So that, I think, made it a little bit harder for Tyson Fury to prepare for. So I you're mean, a Tyson Fury sympathizer. Not at all. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, this is the reason why I think Francis had so much success in this um, fight with the, the greatest heavyweight of our generation. Yeah. He came in with loads and loads of video to watch and see pieces and places that he can pick things off and Tyson I just think over over underestimated uh Francis but, but to put it into just... action but to put it into action is not watching film mode it don't matter how much you have seen somebody do something how can you go out there and do what Derek Chisora couldn't do what Dillian White couldn't do what Deontay Wilder couldn't who is an Olympic bronze medalist by the way how does a guy like Francis, who has no boxing experience, do something that all these guys could not do? And when you're watching this, Craig, with the blind eye, right? Because I, I, I remember watching the fight with you, and it was as clear as day that Khabib had beat Ally Aquinta, and you somehow scored the fight for Ally Aquinta. So your eye for judging fights is as bad as any eye I've ever seen. How so can now you... <laughs> Every everybody east of the Mississippi <laughs> and across the Atlantic Ocean is gonna be like, oh my gosh, this guy's an idiot. Come on, bro. Don't, don't. <laughs> was, that, was that one lady that always judged the fights on general? Oh, that's Adelaide Bird. Adelaide Bird. Bro, she nice. She nice too. Adelaide Bird is so Adelaide nice, man. Bird. Every time I see her, I'm like, oh my god. Oh, everybody god. just make fun of her. <laughs> Craig, how can you but but how can you say that though, Craig? How does he put in the action when all these dudes couldn't? Well, the number one thing is Francis Ngannou's game. I mean, we have to understand that not only is he um, you know, a, a UFC heavyweight champion, he took a loss. And the second time he went back into the ring to fight Stipe Miocic, he was a totally different fighter. He went yeah, out he there was. and he didn't wait. He wasn't the same dude that fought in Madison Square Garden uh and and Boston. took a L or in Boston. Boston. He beat lost him in L. Boston. Yeah. Uh, you know, so the, the guy came out, he changed his he changed his repertoire and went after the went after Stipe. And here he goes against the best 
and he wants to win. And that's what he did. He came out there to win. And I don't think anybody expected Francis Ngannou to go out there and try to get a W against the greatest. Absolutely. And you know who didn't, Jamel? Tyson Fury. And it was very evident because Francis even said, when they walked to the center, Tyson Fury said to him, let me take you to school. Classes in session, like you're in over your head. But Jamel, is it as simple as Tyson Fury underestimated Francis Ngannou? And if so, how do you underestimate a dude that worked in the sand mines as a 10-year-old? And every time he tried to get into France, they would put him back into the desert and essentially say, here you go, man. Try to make it in here. Try to survive. They literally had no, they, they had no care for human life in regards to Francis when you're sticking him in the desert with all these people that can't get into your country. How does a guy like that get underestimated? Let's keep it honest. On none of that matter when you go and fight. It's cool to build it up, but that don't matter. I, how many other I think so. It does. I think how it many does. I disagree too. I disagree. So you think Francis is the only guy that had that situation? No, but Jamel, I'm saying, for, but you cannot, you can't question a guy's will and his spirit and determination when he's seen that. Is what I'm saying, bro. Nah. What I think is. <clears throat> Tyson Fury has been fighting boxes his whole life, right? Boxes. All those boxes, they come up on the same angles, the same punches, the same combinations. So you get a guy that MMA is totally different. The the angles is different. The, the punches coming from – just like when Conor McGregor fought Floyd Mayweather. It took Floyd a little bit to figure out McGregor's weird angles, right? So I think it's the same for Tyson Fury. And I also think that I don't think he took him seriously – because he didn't, Tyson Fury didn't look good at all. That's my opinion. He didn't look, I don't know if Francis made him look bad or he just didn't prepare, but I just think it's the weirdness of, of Francis. Lead uppercuts. You've seen lead uppercuts sometimes for Francis, right? Like, it's just weird. But the, only, the only thing I push back on that, man, is that Fury has fought Deontay Wilder. Like, Ooh, in boxing, is as awkward as anyone. That's the awkwardest boxer that you could probably fight. So it was like, I think he was more awkward. Watching Francis Ngannou, I think Wilder's way more awkward than what's than what's some what's much uh, worse. Like Wilder just throwing the looping punches. That's what's awkward about him. Yeah, he just doesn't. He's not a traditional boxer. Like he's not like yes, he's but 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 he's been trained by traditional trainers, though, right? Yeah, he yeah, has. But, but he Deontay feet, feet crossed. Yeah. Deontay feet crossed. Deontay yeah, all balanced. Deontay yeah, I wouldn't use Deontay Wilder to teach somebody how to box. Like, it wouldn't be my film study. Like, it was just like when I look at Francis, Francis is like zero and zero with no boxing experience. And they have the same level of technique in a sense. It's just that power is the saving grace, right? Like, if Francis has that power, I think that's what kept Fury honest. Wilder has that power. That's what lets, allows him to make the mistakes that he makes. But it's it's the same thing. So I think he has a little more experience with awkward boxes when we're thinking about that. But I, I do, I like do love me, your point. Terry, I love your point. Don't get me wrong. It, it so, seems so, like to me, though, Terry, it seems like to me, though, that you being the traditional boxing fan, because as a precursor, guys, when, we, when I was at Oklahoma State, Terry moved in with me for a little bit. And this dude moved in with a suitcase of boxing tapes. And so we would watch all these old fights on my TV because Lord knows I did not have cable. So we would use the VCR and we would watch Seinfeld and old boxing tape. So Terry, as a traditional boxer, you seem to be sour on Tyson Fury 
and his performance. But you're not the only one that is sour on Tyson Fury's performance. Eddie Hearn said this. I'm absolutely lost for words. I mean, Francis Ngannou has never boxed before. And fair play to him. I mean, I didn't think he was overly impressive. But Tyson Fury looked like he's never laced up a pair of gloves before. Got dropped in, was it the third round? Never threw a punch. And Ngannou never threw a punch after. I thought Ngannou won by two rounds. The boxing world's gone mad. I mean, please, either, I mean, forget Fury Usyk. No one's interested. Just give us Fury against AJ. AJ will knock Tyson Fury out inside six rounds. Make the fight, otherwise we'll never get it. Or rematch Ngannou. Because the guy just deserves to have had one of the greatest wins. I mean, I don't know what I was watching. I don't know what Tyson Fury was doing. I'm still, I'm still completely lost for words. So what, what Eddie Hearn is essentially saying, Lace, is that Tyson Fury led boxing down, that Tyson Fury looked like he'd never fought. Is this a case of Eddie Hearn just trying to get Anthony Joshua to fight? Or is this a bit of a universal thought from the boxing fan? Because all day long, Terry, you have been very critical of Tyson Fury in regards to his performance. I'll go back with Jamel. That's why I tell him I'm not disagreeing with his take, but I do think Fury was underprepared. I do, I do think he wasn't ready for what Ngannou was going to bring. He thought it was going to be a quick fight. He thought it was going to be a quick three-round knockout. It's over with. Cash your check. But Eddie Hearn, obviously, is caping for Joshua, bro. Like, there's no way, like, we think that Joshua deserves that fight against Fury for the linear heavyweight title. That's Usyk. It's the only option for that. To Usyk me. might be too small. I feel like Usyk's size will be yeah. his detriment because Tyson's going to just lean on him the yeah. whole time. And, I, and that's the only downside, man. It's like the, for me, like the Joshua and Fury fight would be amazing at Wembley Stadium, or as Craig calls it, Wimbledon Stadium. Like, <laughs> that, <laughs> that would be the perfect fight, man, as far as for garnering attention that that boxing yeah. needs. But I don't think it happens, man. Like I, I don't think Joshua. I think Joshua versus Ngannou is a more intriguing fight. Just where you can you can put it there than a Fury versus Joshua. Joshua is out the picture at this point, man. Like, so, so we bring in the uh, we bring in the group no, chat. Not, bro. Uh, no, he's not, screen, bro. No, he's not, bro. Go. Joshua went to Joshua went to a resort for four days with nothing, bro. No lights, no nothing. Dark back, bro. You Wait, so you think no, that all you got to do is go to a resort with no light and you're back? Aaron Rodgers. Oh. It, bro. That's it. Aaron Rodgers. How is Aaron Rodgers walking and throwing a football right now? This is lest, crazy. Lest we forget, Anthony Joshua was seen spotted with the boy jersey. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, no, no man, man, bro. Yeah. back. Yeah. He ain't back then. Never mind. He's not back home. <laughs> nah, not if he was with Drake, dog. That's a wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> I'm Maybe sorry, Jay Cole, but not Drake, bro. <laughs> hey, 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 Drake is worse than the cover curse, bro. <laughs> what you mean, man? Cover curse, man. UFC, it don't matter. Drake is worse than the cover curse, bro. Yeah, sports cover. <laughs> if, if Drake show up Drake. in your corner, or bet on you. <laughs> All you gotta do is bet against whatever Drake bet. Going. Bet the other way, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a woman fight, boy, he never he never lose when it's when it's the women. I don't think he mean. We're picking yeah, a man crazy. a new name. Yeah, his mom is 112. <laughs> Dude, y'all are so stupid. Stop. Oh, please stop. Right. Y'all going to get me canceled. Y'all going to get me canceled, man. So, Jamel, this is my question, though, man. When, when I watch that fight, and maybe I'm wrong, but I lend credit to Tyson Fury 
for making the adjustments that he made to keep himself undefeated. Terry, I disagree with you. I thought Tyson Fury won 95-94. I thought Francis won three rounds. I thought Francis won the 10-8 round. I thought Francis won round 10. And I think, no, actually, I thought Francis won four rounds. I thought Francis won the third round where he got the knockdown. I thought Francis won seven and eight and ten. I thought Tyson won one, two, four, five, six, and nine. So I thought it was six rounds to four, and I think I scored at 95-94 for Tyson Fury because, as Eddie Hearn said, there were rounds why neither one of them did anything. But Tyson Fury was the guy that was popping the jab. That was even if he's hitting you on the glove, he's still hitting you, right? He's still landing something, whereas at times it seems like Big Frank, who I love, was taking a break, and hats off to Francis. First time we saw him go 25 minutes, he looked like he couldn't even get up against Stipe. He was so tired in Boston, I had just finished. He fought 10 rounds with the best heavyweight boxer in the world, and he looked pretty good even winning the last round. But I think that you have to give credit to him, Jamel, for making the adjustments in ring to allow for him to stay undefeated. But is that not what you expect from the guy that's the lineal heavyweight champion in the world? I would expect that, but I don't think he made many adjustments. He did, Jamel. What did he do differently, y'all? I really didn't see it on the outside. Pop shot at him. Slowed the pace down. I think what you guys I think what you guys are missing is how he slowed the pace down to where it was it was it was one of those boxing fights where you start in round one, two, three, because everybody, even Canelo, starts slow in the first couple rounds. I felt like Tyson slowed it to that pace because he recognized in that pace, Francis could not go tit for tat with him, Jamel. So I get I get you saying he stayed on the outside, but Tyson Fury being the great that he is, I thought he would have taken advantage of some of those moments when uh, Francis looked super tired, right? Like Francis is out there, bro. When Francis do... Yeah, Francis is tired, bro. <laughs> when, when he, I'm like, this dude is tired. And and there was a point in the fight where I'm like, please don't fall for the okie doke, bro. It looked like Tyson Fury was said just, just walking said into him for Francis to throw punches to get him tired for that. I think it was eight, nine, for the last three rounds, I think. And I'm like, please don't fall for the okie doke. You remember that one Floyd fight? I think he was fighting who? Terry, who was he fighting? Was it uh Canelo? When he was just walking, and his daddy told him, "It's like, man, sometimes you just gotta kind of walk up to him and let them throw punches to get tired." Maybe Victor Ortiz. Victor Ortiz, maybe. So I don't no, know no, it's not Victor Ortiz because Victor Ortiz was the one where he had that little. He did some crazy shit to Victor. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that's what I start feeling like. I'm like, man, I think Tyson Fury is trying to hit him with the okey doke. You know, like what I mean? playing like, possum on him, playing possum, about like the like where you the rope dope, like Muhammad Ali type shit. Right? Just, just like, lean on him a little bit. Just let him yeah, throw punches. And, and I thought game, Francis yeah. was getting tired. But I thought they had some rounds where Francis could have still because Tyson Fury didn't do that much, right? He just had a, a couple that, explosions, bro. And that's what I, I say. Like I, I, I feel like he did more damage, bro. Like when he was landing his shots, he had the more damaging shots. So that's of why, course, like, Terry, a lot look of these at, little middle rounds, I gave it to Francis, bro. Yeah, but but of course though. But look at the pictures. But it doesn't matter, right? Because I think this is what we're missing. We as fans now still tend to judge fights as a whole when Craig in reality it's round by round it's round by round and Craig it feels like universally people say stuff people have said Francis won the fight 
Tyson won the boxing match. Um, you can completely agree with that. He was the better boxer. I mean, even even in a, a, a tightly contested fight, he still was the better boxer. How'd you I score, just, Craig? Well, I after the fight, I thought they had it they had it right. Um, not until 7.30 this morning, I rewatched the fight, and I took two rounds back from Tyson Fury and gave them to Y'all all Ngannou. doing that. Y'all all doing that. Y'all all doing that. Y'all being short-sighted, man. It's the well, I got to rewatch it. Okay, I'm going to tell you why. This is the reason why. While I was watching the fight, I was watching it hyped for Francis, but I was watching it with anticipation for Tyson Fury to be a little bit more spectacular than he was. Even though he wasn't, I still felt Ngannou wasn't spectacular enough to take it. So it's almost kind of like that old mantra of you got to beat the you got to beat the yeah, champion I, to beat That the is the most bullshit thing in the I, world. I exactly. That's one of the worst things in all the sports history. That. You got to beat the champ. Exactly. Lose, and that's what that yeah. fight was and that's how, that that was my feeling leaving that fight like man like Francis did a great job, but he just didn't win. When I watched it this morning, bro, I'm like, no. Like, he didn't have to beat the champion to beat but the champion. But y'all know Francis, y'all like Francis. Y'all know Francis, y'all like Francis. So y'all trying to score the fight for Francis. No, bro. I know I Francis. At first. I'm trying to tell you. What? I didn't. The first time I watched the fight live, I was like, man, I was like, Francis did a great job. I was happy for him. He lost, but I was happy for him. When I watched it for the second time, I watched it with no emotion. I was like, I'm just watching this fight. Yeah, I want to do see. that. I'm, you can't even do that, though. You can't just eliminate the fact that you 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 can't eliminate the fact that you know one guy and you don't know the other. So you can say, I'm going to watch it with as unbiased eyes as I can. It I doesn't work like that. I, I was wanting Francis to win. I wanted but him nobody, to win. Like but, but still, nobody is that. Nobody is that fucking. Nobody has that much discipline to say, bro. I lost to John Jones in the first fight, and I'm you three months. I think you three months might have been like, man, might have been three to you. No, it was not three to two. Hey, but because I was of who I am, yeah, hey, I can't. I, I was can't walking do that. out the arena. I hey, I was walking out the arena. Thought you got <laughs> yeah. robbed. I'm trying to. Fight That's what I'm saying. Man. That's you not true. That fight. Like I'm. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what y'all. But that's the thing, though. That's what y'all are doing no, in regards to Francis. No, with Francis. That was in the moment, though. That was in the arena. But when you watch it back, obviously, you see, okay. Yeah, you can see. We that didn't he want the fight. But in there, the yeah, you I was like, man, they got robbed. Uh. <laughs> that's the craziest robbed, thing in the bro. world. And that's why you guys don't have the ability to watch Francis fight Tyson Fury and feel and watch the fight with unbiased eyes because we spent time with Francis in Boston. We have seen spent time with Francis in places like Vegas. And because of that, you cannot watch it with unbiased Man. eyes. I'm sorry. It's the Man, truth. I wasn't even going to watch the fight. That's how, I that's how excited I was for this thing. So I know I could watch it with unbiased eyes. Bro, it's like, yeah. I thought Francis was going to get finished in three. Like, that was my, that's why I didn't even watch it. But, but is Francis just one? But it's like saying this, the right to say, it, it, it's like, Francis is the king of the world now, but is oh, he yeah. one bad performance from being like, oh, we knew this is what it was, an Anthony Joshua fight, a Deontay Wilder fight, where it doesn't go that way? Or is he lose, really bro. this high-level boxer? He Do you guys lose. really think Francis Ngannou is now this no. high-level boxer that can compete no, with no. these guys? He's, he's not a high-level boxer, but he can't lose. Like, it don't matter which one of those guys he fight. He, he will not win. lose. Even if yeah. he lose the fight, he don't lose, bro. Why? He's not supposed to be there. 
He's not supposed to be fighting those guys. A zero and zero guy fighting yeah. all the champs. It's yeah, not supposed that's to crazy. That's if crazy. I'm Francis, if I'm Francis, it's no more MMA for me, dog. Really? So you're not going back to mixed martial arts? For what? To go make so much money less, bro? <laughs> who would have thought think... Francis could go? Who would have thought Francis could go thirty minutes, dog? They said Francis might have made between ten and twenty million dollars. Why go back to MMA? PFL to make what? Two million? Three, four million? Five, probably five. I would go Why? feed on them PFL. We'll take fighters. them last two champions. Yeah. But the go. PFL guys are but Jamel, these PFL guys are not necessarily top fifteen guys in the world. No, he ain't fighting Steve Baby Ochis and John Jones. Go make Bro. five mil. Okay. What was the man. let me ask you, what was the hardest day of training? The hardest day? Grappling that Wednesday, right? Wrestling or sparring? Yep, wrestling, 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 sparring, all that. Wrestling. You ain't gotta do that no more, bro. You could just stand up wrestling. and go make triple what you about to make. Why? Or you can be like Tyson Fury and say you go do a twelve week camp and look like shit when you fight. Yo, 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 on Tyson Fury, bad, bro. No, so like here's grimace, the thing, bro. <laughs> Tyson Fury look like grimace, dog. Hey, <laughs> let me ask you this: Can I can I tell you a crossover fight? I want to see dog. Hey, I want to see DC. No, you remember who we saw? We saw him at WrestleMania. He lost weight, right? He he lost a lot of weight on. I think Ooh. I think DC versus Butterbean, dog. Ah, oh. boy, you so disrespectful. <laughs> Butterbean was not that. Butterbean is hard, man. Y'all give me the Butterbean. Hey, I'm not trying to see my dog DC go fly across the nah. ring, bro. I can't. Bro, I don't think Butterbean lost a lot of weight though. I don't think nobody can. I don't think I can beat nobody. I went Sparta today. My body's still hurting. Why does it take like a hot bath? I'm putting CBD all over my legs and my body is bad. Look, hey, covered hey, in CBD. Hey, I bet for hey, I bet for ten million dollars your back feel better. Hey, oh, oh, time <laughs> up. You got hey, you got Sean Merriman say put him in. Hey, put me in for that. I'm going fight. Hey, wait, stop though. Let me let, let me ask you guys this. Let me ask you guys this. I felt like on Saturday, MMA as a whole won in boxing loss. Oh, yeah. Is this thought real? Or am I just kind of looking at this through MMA-covered glasses, warning the MMA fighter? Because my thought is, and I put a video out, which, by the way, guys, 360,000 views in 24 hours. I appreciate and love each and every one of you for the support. I thought I don't believe for a second that any MMA heavyweight should be able to compete with the lineal heavyweight champion in the world. But I also know for a fact that no boxer could do to an UFC. I don't even think you got to do a UFC champion because we can agree, right? Generally, the UFC champion is considered the lineal champion, right? Obviously, there can be some chinks in the chain. Like right now, Jones would not be considered lineal because he did not beat Francis, who did not beat this dude. I get it. But generally, the UFC champion in MMA is the baddest fighter in the world in that weight class. Is there a boxer in the world that could do what Francis did last night? And if not, is that an indicator of boxing as a sport is just not on the level of mixed martial arts in terms of Real life competitiveness, not Terry. I know you're kind of rolling your eyes because you feel like I'm taking a shot at you, your your lifelong love. But is it the truth? He fought the lineal heavyweight champ of the world. Yeah. Well, 
When are we talking about fighting? Like, it's just straight up. Like they said, a street fight, right? Like, if Nganu knocked Fury down in the third, if that was MMA, he follows him to the ground, he pounds him out, That's it's over, right? Like, that's easy money for him. Tyson said he was not court. hurt. Fury said he was not hurt at just all. Just the fact that he went to the ground changes the dynamics of the whole fight, right? And I'm the same. Like, I look at James Tony, man. Like, James Tony's a legend in boxing. That was bad. A, a and then he fought Randy Couture, man. And that he was, was in his 40s, that was late, bad, mid to late 40s. Man. That was easy money, right? And it's like Randy Couture doesn't have amazing striking. He's a, a Greco Roman wrestler. Like, so, like, he took out a legend in boxing, right? Like, so I just don't see, like, as much as I love the skill set, that's my favorite skill set. That's my favorite thing to watch still. But, yeah, if you're a heavyweight champion in MMA, is the baddest man in the planet, man. I gotta, I gotta sit there and admit that. Jamel, do you agree? Is there a boxer that could do what Francis did? Could Francis, could Tyson maybe, Fury maybe, go to bro. MMA and fight John Jones in a, in a free fight in the skill set that they can use everything? No, I don't think any of the boxers could come because they've never, they've never practiced wrestling. They've never had a takedown. Maybe Bud, because I know maybe his kids Bud, wrestle. Bud wrestles. Bud can fight around wrestling, so maybe he could defend takedowns and all that. But also, this, like I said, the angles is so different, though, bro. Like I saw Bud doing, I saw Bud doing jujitsu, bro. <laughs> maybe Bud it. is the only one. Maybe Bud is the only one that could maybe have some type of success. But any of those other guys, bro, is no way. Like bro. like a guy in in the UFC that don't even have a, a top wrestling background. Is going to be able to take those guys down. Well, Craig, Randy Couture was a Greco-Roman wrestler, but he shot a low single on James Tony, And I think maybe that was probably the most telling factor in how a boxer would compete against a mixed martial artist inside of a cage. So, I mean, you think about this. Your chest is up when you're boxing. When you're fighting, you're trying to bring everything in to get your shots off, to get your kicks off, to get your jabs off. You're open to everything. Your stance is a little lower. If you're 6'5", you're 6'3 when you're in the cage. You know, these boxers, they're upright. Their movement is guided through their hips, not their chest, like you would yeah. be in, in MMA. So, yeah. yeah, it's just not happening. Yeah. Bro, you know, for me, it's like I believe, for the record, no one could do what Francis did. It's unprecedented. It will never happen again. And there were a lot of people that questioned whether, you know, all week, bro, he carried a bag that said fumbled the bag. And guess who said some dumb shit like he fumbled the bag? Me. Of all people, I'm the one that was saying he fumbled the bag. Because, I, dude, I was scared for him. I, I didn't know what was happening. I was like, go back, bro. Like, I know you can get seven mil in the UFC as the heavyweight champ. Go back. But he obviously made the best decision for him. And now... He made a boatload of money, and there are a lot of fights out there for him. But now, guys, Sean O'Malley is arguing with Devin Haney about a crossover fight. You got Jake Paul saying he's going to go to MMA and fight Nate Diaz now. Does any of this interest you guys or no? No. <laughs> it doesn't. No. Like, yeah, I don't like to see it, bro. I just don't, I don't like want to it. see it, dog. Yeah, I don't want what it, What are we bro. doing, dog? What are we doing, bro? Yeah, like, this is stupid. Nah. This like, like we got to stop at some point. Just, we can't do everyone, bro. Every time you catch a belt, it's like, all right, let me call out boxing. Yeah. Oh, man, defend your belt, man. Go get <laughs> two of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I don't like to see it, bro. I don't like the I don't like the BS fights, man. I'm not. Barry, you actually had boycotted the fight yesterday, bro. I wasn't gonna watch like until you call me, bro. Like I I was gonna I was gonna sit there. I was watching like murder mysteries, bro. Like, <laughs> so like when you call me, I'm like you're like oh you gotta watch. Hey, like, I got peer I pressure them into watching this fight because <laughs> I really just thought that he was gonna get. Sl- I don't. I'm not interested in this stuff, bro. Like, you know what I told him, Jamel? I said you better watch it right now. You are gonna have FOMO. He's like, what's FOMO? I said, fear of missing out. I said, oh, my God, Francis is walking right now. It looks so cool. He got all these dudes. I was like, I, was like, like, oh, I got I to gotta watch this shit, right? I'm just I, like, would, oh, I wasn't going to watch it either. Till they, then you called me, too, and he was like, the fight about to start. The fight about to... So I hurry up and wait look. But I'm like, I didn't want to watch it, bro. Like, I didn't think, friend, I didn't think Francis was going to get knocked <laughs> out because of, like, um, hey. Fury's power. I just thought he was going to get tired and kind of be like, Get, get finished that way, but I just yeah. would. I, hey, I don't like it, bro. You know why I'm shook on it all? Why? Wow, 25 years ago, bro, celebrity bro- boxing when the fridge fought Manute Bowl, bro. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> bro. Like, and the ref kept on saying, All right, fellas, I like, that might have been Mills Lane, man. That might have been great Mills Lane. Bro, he said, All right, fellas, y'all ain't gonna get paid if y'all don't throw, start throwing some punches. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Manute Bowl, 7 7 11, bro. And, and the fridge is a fridge, my brother. And hey, they just stand wow. out there, look. Like, hey. stands like this. <laughs> and, that, and that's all this is. It's celebrity boxing, bro. Bro, that so when that man, happened, celebrity boxing. So when all these crossover fights are starting to kick off, I just immediately, immediately think of celebrity boxing. But, I mean, they have I'm a watching. different angle about it now, though, because it's it's actual combat sports guys getting yeah. in there, and they're fighting, know, so... Bro. You know, like, you know, you know, lost the most last night. I thought that boxing lost. I thought that Tyson Fury lost a little bit. I thought Usyk lost a lot because now the interest in that fight is going to be. People will now start to want to see Francis fight again, opposed to fighting him against Usyk, which I don't know if it happens in December because I think Tyson might need a little bit of time to reevaluate what he's doing. But you don't think he should fight Usyk in December? Not in December. I don't think he prepared. He's not ready. He showed that. I'm mm. not taking nothing away from Francis, but I don't think Fury is ready to go in December. December 23rd. He lied. He lied some, hey, but that's different body styles, T. That's different punching powers. I think he's too, too like. small. I think Francis was bigger than he thought, and that right. gave him problems. And Francis strong. Every time he got to the clinch, I think Francis's MMA background, the ability to control the clinch, really gave him problems because he would just throw him off him. He really would just throw him off of him because he understands how to maneuver the weight. But Usyk, Usyk being small, though, he's a slick southpaw, man. He can fight he now, Jerry. He, he can fight now. He showed that against Anthony Joshua. You can't just walk him down and overpower him, man. The dude is a southpaw. He got power. He got angles. He's kind of like a bigger version of Lomo, right? Like where he can get them angles. He can catch you. Like he's going to make you look bad if you're not ready. And if yeah. you're not ready... He's going to get beat up, bro. Tyson has retired before. He's retired before. And like I said yesterday, he might want to consider looking at what his future looks like for him. Before we go, guys, I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all thoughts on this because I know boxing is something we have watched for a really long time. But for me, I love watching Francis, the king that he is, take a chance on himself and say, you know what? I can do this. Went out there and did it and did it at a super high level. And now... I mean, he is going to ride as high as anyone has ridden in a really long time. One, There's one thing to leave the UFC. 
It's another thing to leave the UFC as the heavyweight champion in the world. That's what Francis Ngannou did. And last night he showed that he belongs. It's just was our Saturday is what Francis Ngannou did. And Saturday night, what Francis showed is that he belongs in there with the best heavyweights in the world. I would, I would advise, though, be very smart with what the future looks like because I believe that you're one performance away from being just another MMA guy that stepped into a realm that you were not familiar with. So for all the goodwill you made in the fight against Tyson Fury last weekend, you cannot fumble it like you like the bag by going in there with someone that could that by going in there with someone that could prove to be too dangerous, too skilled, and too experienced for you inside of a boxing ring. There is no more surprises. And I don't know if Francis Ngannou needs to surprise anyone. Guys, that was Cormier's Corner. I'm DC. That's Terry, Craig, and Jamel. We appreciate you guys' support. Hey, pour one up for the boys. And make sure you guys always tap into what we're doing because we love that you guys watch. Thank you for your support. I love each and every one of you. Like, subscribe. Till next time, peace. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expert. Expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.